Been a little trickeration to get things going. Many penguins are missing at sea. The home opener, a happy opener for Michigan State. Back to the pen for you, penguin. Yeah, um, so we practiced this. Oh, the hurricane season was over. The hurricane season was over. Hey everybody, welcome back to Spartan Crazies. I'm Tim. Ryan's sitting right next to me. We're coming off of a humongous MSU football win. That's, I'm saying that sarcastically. But in a sense of um, points, right? Like a humongous amount of points relative to MSU football. Um, so we're going to talk about the game, obviously. We're going to talk about the upcoming game, Miami. Big one, much more important. We're going to do our usual picks. Uh, a little disclaimer, me and Ryan were actually good this time. If you happen to fade us, I just would say it's on you. <laughs> you shouldn't be anywhere around our picks, For first off. But um, a second disclaimer, if you hear um, activity in the background, there is a thunderstorm and also my cat and dog are having a bunch of fun. So... We're all having fun over here. MSU undefeated. Ryan, take it away. All right. So, obviously, MSU won on Saturday. First home game in almost two years. And it was pretty awesome. There was deep, I thought there was an all right showing. It was a noon game. So, you know, it's early day. You know, people sometimes sometimes just struggle to get people to come to noon games. I mean, that's how it is. But, uh thought there was a decent amount of people there. Uh, I got there at 8, started tailgating. And, uh, I mean, I remember most of the game, so, you know, that's a W, right? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so, it's it's right up there with your top five memories. Yeah, 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 right. It's one of my top five <laughs> memories of Spartan Stadium, because I can actually you know, remember the game. No, no, no. But, really, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I thought there was a decent amount of people there, so it was nice to be back. Uh, met a few people I haven't met yet, so that was pretty fun. Uh... But yeah, so uh, MSU wins pretty big. They were up twenty-one nothing like early in the game. I think like in the first quarter. Uh, bringing up the stats right now. Uh, but yeah, it was forty-two fourteen. Uh, wasn't close the entire time. First play of the game again, touchdown. Uh, flea flickered Jaden Reed. Uh, so that was that was fun. It's really uh, embarrassing we had to use a... Yeah, real embarrassing we had to use a trick play. Against an FCS team. <laughs> against an FCS team. Just let that sink in. Yeah, real, real sad. <laughs> um, I'm sure some of you got that joke, but if not, <laughs> go to Twitter Go to Twitter, and you can figure it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so MSU just dominated this game. Peyton Thorne, super efficient, had a really good game. Four touchdown passes, actually. 280 yards, 15 of 21. Uh just, I mean, that's what you want from him. You just want to be efficient, make, don't make any mistakes, and uh, he's got a decent, he's got some good weapons that he can throw to, and Reed and uh, Naylor are both solid, uh, above like pretty good uh, Big Ten players. So wide receivers, and Reed had a huge game: four receptions, 180, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Obviously, had that really, he had that huge uh, touchdown catch, and then he had another. Uh, Big play, the one for 85 yards for a touchdown. Um, yeah, so Simmons, 
uh, Jordan Simmons actually, I mean, he didn't start, obviously. I think MSU was holding back Ken Walker a little bit for this week because uh, they knew that it, they, they didn't really need him for this game. Um, but he had seven seven uh, carries, 57 yards. So, you know, eight yards a carry, you'll take that any day. Good touchdown. Um, Jordan Simmons was the lead was the lead rusher, though. So he had 16 carries for 121 yards. And uh, Elijah Collins, uh, I believe he scored a touchdown. I might be wrong. I think he had a receiving touchdown. Yes, he had a receiving touchdown. So that was nice to see him play a lot, a decent amount. But apparently he's in a booth this week. I'm not. I don't know if he's going to be able to go or not. Which I mean, you've already got two decent backs, and you have one of the best backs in the country starting. So, I mean, you could probably deal with him not playing. But uh, would be nice if he could play this week. Uh, defensively, they were solid. Uh, they only had my one issue with this team so far is they're not really getting much of a pass rush. I mean, they only had two sacks. Uh, I'd have to go in and check uh, the quarterback hurries, but I'm not sure what they were. Oh, they have them up here. Uh, they got only they got eight quarterback hurries, which isn't great. Um, but yeah, that's my one issue with this team this year is the lack of pressure on the quarterback. I guess. Uh, but yeah, they shut down the Youngstown State guy that I thought would be the biggest problem, Julio McLaughlin. He had 13 carries for 34 yards, so he was largely put at bay. Um, but yeah, I thought that this was a really good game. I mean, Xavier Henderson, I thought, was the standout at uh, on defense. He had that really nice one-handed pick. Um, but yeah, I mean, they did what they were supposed to do to an FCS team. They destroyed them. Uh, it wasn't close. It's all you can really ask for. I'm not going to declare this team world beaters or anything by any means, but it's a good start. So, Okay, let me, let me uh, run a couple of things by you. First of all, for people who weren't there... Ryan, you already described a little bit. I heard people throwing around stuff like, I haven't felt it like this in a, in a while here, you know, at a football game. Um, it feels different. Mel Tucker, you can feel the energy, he said. Um, this was an FCS team. It's a bye game, meaning Michigan State paid them to come knowing that they're probably going to get clobbered. It's a pretty mutual deal in that respect. You've seen bye games. I'm seeing people bring up how they're scoring way more points than in past years. Definitely something that's exciting, but I want to keep everything relative. Um, what was your take on the energy, the atmosphere? If we're being grounded and not you know, getting carried away, and then like in terms of the offense, fluidity, production, what did you think? Were, were these warranted takes? Yeah, I thought that the crowd was decent. It wasn't like, you know, a huge game. It wasn't like they had a ton. Of, it, was, it wasn't like a sellout, for sure. I mean, there were empty seats. Okay. But, I mean, if we the, take the that people away. that were there, the people that were there were into the game. I mean, it was just, it felt like there was a different excitement compared to what it had been, like, the past two or three years. For sure. With uh, with the last D'Antonio seasons, for sure. And I the, offensively, I'm just... It feels like we actually have a decent play caller. I mean, we haven't had one. I can't remember the last time we had a decent offensive coordinator. I, I think Jay Johnson's doing a really good job calling games. Uh, I think he's using putting players in the best position, which is what the stat, what the old staff really struggled with the last two years. I felt like 
putting guys in the right position to win, especially on offense. You don't see Connor Haber getting carries anymore. He's getting put in like an H-back spot, which is great. That's awesome. I, 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 as, as much as I complained about the guy, he has a valuable role on this team if you put him in the right spot. So Will Hunter, he yeah, had that take. He's, he's right. And Will, Will, go, Will is absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct about that. He he has and I and I was wrong. I I didn't I didn't think that before the season. I was like, man, why is this guy still on the roster? You know, blah blah blah. I, he has proven he has a valuable place on the team. I mean, he he makes an impact. He's not a, a an incredible athlete by any means. He is a, I mean, but he like he's not a top end speed guy. I guess. Right. You know, he's never been that, and he should never be a guy who's getting the bulk of your team's carries. But right. if you want to put him in an H-back role, I'm totally okay with that. That's yeah. fine. Okay. Um, so, game was fun. Obviously, it being a bye game, it's, we're not having that, you know, night game, stripe out sort of atmosphere. Which, but Which, speaking of, they announced two straight night games. The next two games at home are going to be at night. So, that's kind of exciting, especially for that Nebraska game. For sure. Hopefully, that's, that's Scott Frost. Funeral, and they dress in black for the game. So uh, we'll see. But I have a feeling we'll get into it in a little bit. I have a feeling Nebraska is about to have a tough few weeks coming up here. Uh, yeah, probably a tough few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, I I just heard people lamenting about it being fun, it being new. Um, I mean, they, with with the and the music was different. I mean, yeah, the old people bitching about it. Some of the old people were really bitching about it, but it was this is what the players want. This is what they want to hear. They don't want to listen. I, I love me some dad rock. I don't want to be listening to dad rock when I'm trying to get fired up to watch my team play football. It has to change eventually. Yeah, I mean, like they played a song before. Yeah, um, Thunderstruck. Yeah, I don't know if people know that they did. They did play it before. They they didn't play it when they were coming out, but they did. Yeah, play I heard it. they faked they, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, do you have anything else to touch on? It. It was it was an FCS team. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna claim this team. Oh my God, they're so good. I I need to see it this week. MSU two and zero against the spread. Yep. Like great team, good that, team, good teams uh, win. Great teams cover the spread. So yeah. there you go. Know, there you go. That's not wrong. <laughs> okay, um, so we can move to the coming game, right? Um, that would be. Sad. I, I, do we want to go through uh, Big Ten results from this week? Because there were a couple interesting games. I thought. Sure. If you want to, yeah, we'll we can do that quickly. Um. So there were a couple games. Um. I'm going to try to bring them up uh, that I thought were interesting. So, we've been – we'll get into our picks in a little bit, but you and I have been – yeah, perfect. Uh, we, you and I have been pimping out Ohio State. Like, we're like, these guys are incredible. Like, they're going to be – they kind of got their ass beat. Uh, they, they didn't really get their ass beat by, by their standards, so they got their ass beat by uh, Oregon. At home. At home against Oregon. And like I said, it was a 9 a.m. start local time for Oregon – in that game because it was a noon game right. at OSU, and they came in and they clobbered Ohio State, and they were without their best player. So, yeah, not like I'm hearing because I went to school in Ohio. I have a lot of Ohio State fan friends. Their on Twitter. fans want to murder their defensive coordinator. I saw a guy <laughs> say mid Oregon game that the DC should be fired. They, like, Directly after the game. So, speaking of that, they had their press conference today, and uh, 
they were their coach basically said like he's not doing a good job yeah. right? <laughs> so it's not a very good sign for him uh but not not up to our standards. Not up to our standards. So I mean, I think Ohio State will be fine. I mean, they're Ohio State, man. I mean, they have so much talent on that roster. I I'm not worried about them. And the I think the, I think they're going to run through Big Ten play. But you know, yeah, they got they got some kinks to work out for sure. If you have you have Ohio State's roster, and you're complaining, like get out of here. Yeah. Like fig, figure it out then. <laughs> yeah, they they uh they, their DC was I mean. I didn't really watch much of the. I didn't get to watch really any of the game. I just saw the highlights. But yeah, their DC was uh, not looking so hot. Um, two other games I wanted to talk about and get into. Um, Ohio. Uh, damn. Okay, well, they're not going to show us all the Big Ten scores. Uh, Iowa played uh, Iowa State uh, in uh, Ames. Iowa basically beat the shit out of Iowa State. And if you look at the box score, it's crazy because Iowa got like 200 total yards or something like that. And they still, I mean, the game wasn't as close as the score was. Iowa State turned the ball over like five times. I think they, their quarterback threw like three or four picks. The <laughs> Iowa State, their issue, they have not been able to beat Iowa. Like the last, like since Matt Campbell has got there, he's never beaten Iowa, which is Crazy to me, and I thought that was an easy bet. I put Ohio State, I mean, uh, Iowa money line. I was like, "How the hell is Iowa State favored to win this game?" I mean, they struggled the week before with an FCS team. I was like, "That's easy money." So I picked Iowa money line, and obviously I won. Right, I, you cashed out. Uh, and then uh, last game, I mean, we're just gonna talk about Michigan because, well, they're Michigan, and we don't like them. But uh, Michigan clobbers Washington. I'm just going to say it, Washington's really bad. <laughs> um, they are terrible. Um, Washington is so bad that uh, Michigan threw the ball for only 44 yards in this game, and they won by, like, they won by three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Washington is basically, if you, the, I mean, you, you want to bitch about Dave Warner, uh, and he was terrible, don't get me wrong, he was really bad at his job. Their offensive coordinator, I think, is worse than Dave Warner was at Michigan State. I, I I was watching that game. They had a third and four. <laughs> he ran it up the gut. Fourth and five. They went for it. I think they were on, like, uh, Michigan 35-yard line. Ran it up the gut again. It's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, I, like, I could have called a better game than this man. They're not expecting it. They're not expecting it. Then yeah. So, Michigan got ranked. Whatever. They probably don't deserve it. Who cares? They're number 25. But, like, their fans are all aboard the hype train again, man. You know what? I'm not going to complain about it because I love it when they get their hopes up so high and then they get crashed when they play somebody with a pulse. So, I mean, it's almost, like, inevitable. Yeah, but I knew this. I called this before the season started. I said this was going to happen. I was like, they're going to beat the shit out of Washington, and then they're going to – we're going to hear from the media nonstop, Michigan's so great, Michigan's so great. Like, Valenti had a bunch of callers yesterday. I was dying laughing. Like, they, they were, there was this guy, he was like, and he made a good point. He was like, these are the games where you're supposed to throw the ball because you're playing against shitty teams. I mean, Washington's defense is really good. So, you're not going to challenge them at all, though, like, their pass defense at all. Yo, they didn't They didn't throw the ball the week before either. Like, I don't, Harbaugh does not He's he's like never going to change, and yeah. people bitch about Gaddis, and and people bitched about Dave Warner. I I, I do think he was running the offense the Antonio wanted, and 
I think that's what Harbaugh wants. I think he wants a Stone Age offense. And uh, seems like it. All these guys come and go, and what's the same? I don't understand why a quarterback recruit would want to go there. It's <laughs> worth a shit. Like I, I the don't quarterback know. whisper. Yeah, right. the quarterback whisper. You're but going yeah, to be the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts quarterback <laughs> if you go to Michigan. Yeah, yeah, you're the next Andrew Luck. <laughs> I don't know how many guys he's told that bullshit, but uh, yeah. So I, I just want to say on the last one. This was my favorite pick, Michigan to cover. Oh, it was so it's such an easy touchdown. call. I put money on it. It was I was the Homer Simpson sleeping in the bed, uh, p- meme, when this was going. On. I knew I, I I knew I knew it was I knew they were gonna beat their ass. Like I Washington yeah. is god awful, man. Like they are, and Michigan State and Michigan both haven't really played anybody. I mean, they, they, we're gonna get into that because I have some probably an unpopular viewpoint on this but um is that all you wanted on the big 10 yeah i don't really think there's much to talk about we're gonna get into this week's games in a little bit uh but Wait, those we're, were not gonna, three... we're not gonna talk about maryland beating howard six yeah to zero. yeah i know huge huge win for the terps i actually think <laughs> the terps are pretty good but like i said we'll get into that in a little bit 62 to zero is pretty big um win, man but yeah, yeah. uh to to his brother is legit man he's he's a good quarterback um but yeah, those are the only three like games that stood out to me this week. Well, obviously the, I mean the MSU game. I guess it's not a big game, but it's big to me. So uh, right. Well, it's big for this for podcast. this podcast. Uh, but yeah, so those are the two games I thought that really stood out to me at least. And uh, yeah, so and those two guys, those two programs are in MSU's division, so it's kind of important, you know, to pay attention for to those sure. teams. So. Uh, for sure. So we want to talk about... Um, We're going to get into Miami right now. Let's take a look at... You know, without going too too deep, because let's be real, um, you know, Miami's in the ACC. It's not like we're watching them week in and week out. But we have a couple of their highlight um, guys and um, bullet points. And then we're going to talk about their App State game, which... It's kind of interesting. It was. Um, so I, I'll, I'll put this out there. I've watched Miami, and I, I, I'll watch them every once in a while. I, I watch football pretty much every Saturday all day. So right. I've watched them over the last couple of years since Diaz has been there, since Manny Diaz, their head coach, has been there. I've probably watched them seven or eight times. So yeah. I think that's a fair number. Yeah, that's uh, a good sample. Um, but, I mean, obviously teams change. So we, I, I watched a decent amount of the App State game. I watched some of their game against Bama. And we all knew Bama was just going to kick the shit out of them, and that's what happened. So, and it's not fair to really compare, bring up Bama stats because just Bama is just Bama, man. I mean, that, that's just a meaningless yeah, like data. Point. We all knew what was going to happen that game, so I don't care about that game. I do care about the App State game. So, De'Ara Kane, their quarterback, uh, stud. He's he was a stud at Houston, transferred there last year. Uh, he had, he was really good last year. He tore his ACL at the end of the year last year. Um, he had twenty three touchdowns, five picks, I think, were his, were his numbers last year. So he was efficient, good. He's he's a mobile quarterback. I think that he's kind of when I watched him play against App State, I think he's kind of hesitant to run now compared to what he was because, um, or he's being hesitant with the way he runs. He doesn't have the same. Uh, he's he's not going to make the same cuts that he did, I guess, because he's worried about. Right, you know, his ACL. The so explosive, right? So, um, I, I, he's a really good quarterback. I don't know if he's the same as he was with the ACL tear, but he's a guy. Obviously, you got a game plan around. So, because their quarterback, and he's definitely a solid quarterback. So, uh, this year he has three hundred and seventy nine yards, uh, 
one touchdown, two picks. I don't think he's been that great this year so far. Like I said, um, he had 80 rushing yards against App State, and I'm just not going to even care about it. Like we said, we don't give a shit about the Bama stats. Bama is Bama. So um, they are definitely uh, – App State, so go, uh, last uh, – who they played against. This is a pretty good – actually uh, really good, I think, group of five school. I think I think that they'd be like an Illinois in the Big Ten. So they're like they're not great – like power five wise, but group of five, they're probably the second best team in their conference beside behind coastal Carolina. Who's really, really good. Um, but yeah, so Q, their quarterback was chase Bryce. Uh, he's, he played, he was at Clemson. He didn't play a lot, obviously because Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, you're not going to beat him out. Um, he transferred to Duke last year. He wasn't great. He had 10 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns, 15 picks, but he was a high, highly rated recruit. MSU, I remember MSU recruited him. I think he had some family ties to MSU or something. He didn't obviously wind up going to Clemson, but uh, this guy D'Antonio recruited. Um, King wasn't great in that game. So he had 200 passing yards, but he didn't turn the ball over, didn't have any touchdowns. So, I mean, he's not turning the ball over at least, right? So they're uh, – Miami had 375 total yards. Uh, I think it was 200 pass. Yeah, it was 200 passing, 175 rushing. So they're balancing their offense. They're not. One, they're not really one dimensional, I guess. Um, I want to say like, because it was a close game. You look at the box score. 20, 25 to 23 was the final score. The uh, App State. Uh, sorry, Miami had to kick a field goal with uh, two minutes left to win the game. So people who aren't watching, they look at that and they go, "Miami's supposed to beat." App State. This came down to a field goal. What's your perception of this game? I think App State. Uh, I think App State would play a lot of Power Five. I think they'd play about half the pot teams in Power Five. I think they'd give them a pretty good game. I I don't think they're a solid team. I don't think that they're they're bad. They're going to get up for. But the thing is, they're going to get up for uh, a game like against Miami. You know? Yeah, they have given they've given Power Five teams scares what? countless times. I mean, obviously they beat Michigan years ago. Um, but uh. Do you think winning a close game that you're going thinking, like, this is a W on our schedule? Because, of course, that's what Miami is I think that they did overlook. Yeah. Do you think winning a game close like that, week before, same field, same stadium, um, do you think that helps or hurts Miami? I think it helps if you're in a close game. I think if you're in a close game, I think that's going to help them. MSU MSU hasn't been in a close game this year. Has no experience with that. Um, that's a something to think about there because this is just off the cuff. I feel like MSU and Miami is going to be close. I don't know. What do you think? I do too. I think it's going to be a very close game. I, I, I thought for sure. I had this as an auto well on the schedule before the year. I think this game MSU can win. I do. I, I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to win. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a very close game, though. I don't think that they're going to get blown out by any means in this game. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, with my limited knowledge. Um, but I just wanted to bring that up because I'm sure there were people – actually, I know there were people like Miami got destroyed by Alabama and then they almost lost to App State. That's, 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 that's a stupid take. I, <laughs> I completely disagree with that. This is not an auto win by any means for MSU. They're gonna, this is going to be a really tough game. Um, Miami – a lot of their fans, I mean, 
their fans are pretty pissed off at their coach right now. They, 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 I don't know how many coaches they've went through in the last. They went through like five coaches in the last fifteen years or some crazy number. Um, but uh, we were going to talk about the national procession of them. I don't know if this is fair. This is what I have gathered as the national procession of Miami. They crumble in big games. They're softer. They get soft when they when they hit adversity. And, uh, I mean, they, they they just underachieve. I was talking to you, you and I were talking before. I think a good parallel to them in uh, college basketball is Indiana basketball. I, I think that that's a pretty fair comparison. They haven't really won anything in a long time. Um, they recruit extremely well. They just, the talent never lives up to the recruiting. I mean, the, I, I don't coaches know. Coaches coming in Coaches and out. coming in and out. I mean, hell, man, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but the, doesn't that kind of remind you of Michigan football a little bit too? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if that's a fair perception. That is what I've gathered. The national perception of Miami is, um, and I'm sure MSU in the late D'Antonio years has a really bad national perception. And I'm sure that there's some people that still believe that. So I, I, I don't want to be unfair to Miami, but that's just the national perception of them right now. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't watch Miami every week. I don't know. It's not, it's not like they're like a Wisconsin or Ohio State or Michigan where I watch them play every single week. Well, there's a, I think there's a reason you don't watch them every week. They're not in the same conference, obviously. How often do you watch Clemson, Alabama? Uh, if they're in a big game, I'm going to watch every single game they play. Right, which is pretty common yeah. for... Well, at least Alabama. Yeah. Clemson's eh. Um, so, we touched a little bit on the game. I, I do like framing, um, you know, the sort of uh, the opponent. Don't let yourself get too carried away with previous weeks, previous it's years. It's a two-game sample size. Right. It's not big. I, 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 that's why I'm like, I'm trying to be, you know, fair to them. It, like I said, man, Appalachian State is not a bad team. They are a solid team. I think that they would win. They could beat a couple Big Ten teams. They're not bad. I think if they played Michigan State, I think it'd be like a. I think it'd be a close game. I do. I think it'd be like a ten point game, maybe. Interesting. Um, I think they're a solid team. I don't think they're bad. So, don't get don't get don't get fooled by hey they only beat they beat Appalachian State by two only two points. Appalachian State is a pretty good team. They're not bad. So, also. Like, I like to think about it like this. Yes, Miami probably on paper has more talent than MSU. Absolutely. Um, you know, coaching is obviously important. Um, talent also is on paper, right? Mm-hmm. Because like it's just people grading. Often, you know, they're can they can be definitely right about the better types of talent and measurements and stuff. But think about this as like a high school football game. One team's got the the home uh, advantage. They're both, you know, going to have a pretty good battle out there. Uh, both teams. One might have a little more cohesiveness. I was going to say cohesion. Cohesiveness, which would probably you'd have to say is MSU right yes. now. Um, riding some momentum. Miami can't really – it'd be hard to say they're riding momentum. They're definitely not. Um I mean, they've had some injuries, and we'll get into that in a little bit, too. That's, I mean, but I do like to kind of frame it that way instead of, well, look what they were ranked. Like, no one no, cares about stupid. that. No, that's stupid. I said this today on Twitter. 
They should not have rankings in college football until week five. There's, I understand they get clicks. That's the, this is the only reason they exist. Well, it's they the should not TV exist. Rating. Absolutely, yeah. they're for TV ratings. They should not exist until week five. I, I don't know if Michigan State's a top twenty-five team. I don't know if Miami's a top twenty-five team. We don't know. We have such a small sample size. No, I, I would say we don't know much about anybody. Even Oregon and Ohio State. I don't think we know a lot about those teams, and they, they both played against each other. I. It's one game where you're playing. That's one game of top teams playing each other. You don't know until you get into conference. They play, should really. definitely do like a separate like preseason ratings, and then like week five, the real ones yeah. come out because they all come off of the framework of the original rating from preseason. Like that means, yeah, yeah. Game. Just you hear, well, MSU beat a uh, ranked Michigan team last year. No, they didn't. They didn't beat ranked. Michigan yeah. was terrible last year. They beat yeah. them when they were ranked at the time, but that doesn't mean they beat a ranked. Team. When they were ranked, right? Yeah. Which is like. It's like saying nothing, right? Um, okay. Uh, let's yeah, let's talk a little bit more. A little bit more about the guys on Miami. Some of the news around them. Uh, so they're uh, running. What their second string running back is out for the season. We already talked about Deer King, so we'll skip the quarterbacks. Um, their second string running backs out for the year. Um, I just announced that I think two days ago. Um, He's the so their starting running back is the only guy that has gotten carries this year at running back that is act on the active route that's playing. So they don't really have a second guy now. It's gonna be interesting to see how that goes. But uh Cameron Harrison has thirty attempts, 128 yards for and a touchdown. Um their top wide receiver is Keyshawn Smith. He's a freshman. Uh eight catches, 110 yards. Uh, their injuries. So they, I know they had a couple guys suspended. I can't remember the names, but I don't think it was any huge. I don't think it was a huge loss for any of the guys that they had suspended. They have some guys that won't be playing in this game due to suspension, but injury wise, uh, Keontre Smith, their starting linebacker, I heard against Alabama. He's out for this. He's out for this game. Uh, they have a fifth year redshirt junior that's going to play. He had six tackles last week. Forgot to write his name down, but he will be taking his place. Their coach is Mandy Diaz. He's this is his first ever head coaching job. He was their defensive coordinator before Mark Richt uh, kind of resigned. He, and uh, so half the fan base, I, I read opposing teams' message boards before games just for the hell of it, you know, to see what they're thinking. Yeah, why not? And uh, I was reading. They have a couple boards. Like they have a two four seven board, and they have like a independent type board thing mm-hmm. uh, that's not like a rivals or two four seven site. The one site, the independent site, hates the guy. Almost everybody there wants him fired. Some of the 247 board wants him fired. Some of like, you know, wait it out a little bit. I've always been of the proponent, this is his third season. You give a guy four years, unless things are god-awful, like, you know, like Arkansas was, where they didn't win. Like, I think they won one game in the coach's second year, and they're like, see ya. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Year one, they went six and seven. Last year, they were pretty solid. They went eight and three, and obviously, they had an upgrade at quarterback with the Eric King, so that kind of helped last year. Um, and they're one and one this year, and I don't, I don't know what to think about them because first game you play Alabama, a- anytime Alabama plays these uh, kickoff games, they beat the shit out of whoever they're playing. Like the uh, every single time, so I was like, you know what, they're gonna get there. They're gonna get destroyed game one. Big deal. Who cares? Um, the second game, you know, like I said, it's just hard to read them because Appalachian State's not terrible. Um, 
they could beat they could be a decent amount of group of five teams. So I mean, a power five teams. So, uh, I I am very interested to see what this is going to be a good measuring stick. Like you're going to know some things after this game for about Michigan State because MSU you don't know either. They played they played Northwestern. Northwestern is not very good this year, and they played an FCS team. So. I don't know. Maybe they're a top. 20, maybe they're a good team. Maybe they're a top twenty-five team. I guess we're gonna figure find some things out this week. You know, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, yeah, let me stop you right there. I heard people saying what you just said. I totally agree. This is like this is the litmus test. Yeah. This is the one that's really going to tell us where they are on a more national land. This is a game that is going to be nationally televised on ABC. Everybody. That, this is going to be the game you see at noon. This is the game. This game is probably the game to watch out of all the noon games. Oof, Miami at noon. Yeah, that's not great. Nah. So yeah, it's not a. Great, how many, it's southern, not a great how many southerners are on the game? <laughs> we need to crunch those numbers. Like actually, I'm gonna get uh, get on that and put on Twitter. Actually, on MSU's team. Yeah, there's a decent amount now. Well, that actually could play a major factor. So Mel Tucker, uh, speaking of that, Mel Tucker said that they were pra- they've been practicing with the heat on for like the last couple weeks just to get ready for this game because it's going to be hot as hell outside. Football guy. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, we've been we've been uh, practicing in the heat the last. I was like, you know what? That's probably a good idea. It's a total fo- football guy. Absolutely. I uh, I mean, he is he is the he's definitely had some football guy quotes. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I. I am. I, I do think that is a good point. I did not think about that. You got some guys that are going to be used to the heat that are playing that are playing in this game. Um, we need to find out how many starters are from the south. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You got Crouch. He's definitely from the south. Uh, the the second string. All Ken Walker's from the south. Jordan Simmons Boom. is from the south. Jalen Naylor's from California, so that counts, I guess, right? Uh. It's a maybe. It's, <laughs> if they're from uh, Northern California, I think he's. I think he's from. He's from San Diego. I think so. That's the best weather on yeah, earth. They, it's not my. Okay, it doesn't count. Uh, they had some trans. Jared Horst. Uh, I, he played at Arkansas State, so I'll count him. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. I, this is. I, I this, this was a good idea. I'm pissed. I didn't think about this off the top of my. We're head. gonna get the, the numbers. We'll, we'll get the numbers crunched. But those are the guys that I could think off off the top of my head that are from the south that transferred. Ronald Williams, Alabama transfer. There's another one. There you go. Uh, they had the kid Kari Crump from Arizona. There's another guy. Oof, dry heat. Yeah, not the same as Miami, but it's but still hot as hell. Hot. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get we'll we'll, we'll, we'll run the numbers that. in a yeah. little bit, but those are the guys I can think of off the top of my head. So, <laughs> so um, I wanted to say, uh, my unpopular opinion was what you said previously. MSU beats a Northwestern team. That was, albeit the favorite. That was that was impressive. I, I was impressed by that. They were the favorite team, so yes, they were the underdogs. It was an upset, but. Um, they're turning out to maybe be, not that great. And they, then, well, and go ahead. Well, the thing with them is I think we knew coming in Michigan State had a talent advantage over Northwestern. Right. Well, everyone was saying it. Yeah. So maybe Vegas just was on the out on that one. Yeah. But um, And then they beat an FCS school at home, which is just yeah, we're supposed to. Right. Things look good. Some things are a little concerning. Where does this put your season outlook right now? Because – you're talking about. I thought this was an automatic L. I did too. And and now it's a maybe W. 
Where in your mind, and don't adjust like just add another W. Where in your mind do you think you're? Do you think you're spot on so far? You? I'm at the same spot I was. I, okay. I'm not changing. I'm not changing my thought. Which if they was win this game, seven I, and five. I said seven and six and six, seven and five. Okay. If they win this game. We, we're talking. We're we're cooking. So, you know, I, I if they win this game, man, it's, I mean, they're not going to win the Big Ten East, obviously. Right. But they, they can compete with a lot of these teams in the Big Ten. How important, if they win this game, is it for them to make a bowl game? I mean, I feel like this is like... If they win this game, you're making a bowl. Well, I feel like this is like a playoff for a bowl game right now. Like, not that they will not make it, but it's like... You guys win this game, you're, you're probably going bowling. Yeah, I, I, I think that is that is a good point. That's important. It's a lo- sort of a future look. Because I mean, you're winning. You're winning the Western Kentucky game. You're gonna, so that's you're, three on yeah, the roster. You're, you're around them. I'm trying to think schedule. of the rest of this. They're probably going to beat Purdue. So there's five. I mean, you got Nebraska at home. You're going to beat them. So there you go. There's six wins. There you go. I don't want to just say what Ryan's saying. Going to beat them, <laughs> but I, Western I, Kentucky probably right. Yeah, I mean Nebraska. Nebraska is maybe. Really, I want to say really bad. They are terrible this year. But <laughs> that being said, MSU comes out, lays an egg, throws a couple picks, loses on a field. You goal. never know, man. I mean, crazy shits happened before. That's what I'm saying. Know. But I do defer to Ryan when it comes to these things. He knows better than me. Western Kentucky, though, just you saying it. I'm going to write that yeah. one down. I, in Nebraska, plays Oklahoma this week, and they are going to get absolutely destroyed. So That is your your pick. Maybe I'll pick another pick. <laughs> last week, I had one. We'll get to the picks in a, a second. Um, we did well. I had one better win than Ryan, and it was that we differed on the Nebraska-Buffalo game. You were right about that. And I have no reason, <laughs> literally no reason other than Nebraska, like, Needs this for if they want Scott Frost, they need it, and I was just kind of going with that. Anyway, um, anything left on the Miami game? Any interest? Like little maybe uh, Miami. If they lose this game, if Miami loses this game, I think the fan base is going to revolt against Manny Diaz even more. I I I, I think that they're MSU could get him fired. I don't think he's going to get fired, but I think <laughs> I think that it puts. You know, you might be hearing some hot seat stuff from their fans um, at like towards the end of the year. I mean, shit. USC already fired Clay Helton. I mean, they just did that Monday, and I, I didn't. I, I, I've always thought the guy is not very good at his job, but I didn't think he was going to get fired at, uh, after that Stanford game, even though Stanford's <laughs> really bad. Uh, so you don't know, man. I mean, crazy shits happened. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but. Yeah, that's all I really got on Miami. I mean, they're they're. I think they're a solid team. I don't think that they're like incredible. I think they're beatable. Um, if I walked up to stranger on the street and I said, for plus one hundred betting odds, you could take money line of either team, and let's throw out your fandom. You just like need to make I'd probably, rent. I'd probably pick Miami. Okay, I. You know, like I was saying, the high school thing. I like to think of Miami as having that home advantage. But, uh, about but, that. But. But. Go ahead. Michigan State, I think, is going to have a lot of fans of this game. Miami, they had like 70% attendance last week. And granted, it's Appalachian State. But it was a night game. I I think Michigan, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, yeah, we get to travel, you know, outside the state and go, go somewhere. Because of COVID, everybody's going to have... A lot of people probably saved up money to go to, on a trip like this, you know. So, 
Something to think about. I think there's going to be a lot of Michigan State fans at this game. Might not be as much as at Northwestern, but I think they're going to have a pretty large contingent. So we'll see about that home field advantage. But uh, there should be a decent amount of MSU fans there, I think. So something to keep in mind. And um, I hope you didn't just say this. Not on campus? Not on – you are correct. I, did tell, I, I, I forgot to mention that. They do not have a stadium on campus. They play at the same stadium the Dolphins do. They play at Hard Rock Stadium. So – it's a different vibe, man. You don't you don't have a can- on campus stadium. It's a completely different vibe. So something to keep in mind there too. I just remembered. I have a friend from high school that went to Miami. I'm going to tweet. It's it like on Saturday. thirty. I think it's like thirty. I think it's thirty minutes away from their campus or some crazy <sighs> shit. Yeah, like, like USC, uh, not USC, but UCLA has the same problem because they play in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, you know, like thirty minute drive. They have trouble getting fans there all the time. So it's a strange dynamic. Um, all right. So, we've talked about Miami. We are going to go ahead and get to our favorite part of the pod, and that is time to make some Big Ten picks. So, I'm pissed because this game, this this game here, the Ohio State-Oregon game, same time as the Michigan State game. Oregon has to play at 9 a.m. Oh. Uh... In, their time in the shoe in the shoe he supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody and so that's like an alarm clock i'm picking the buckeyes i i'm gonna pick them every week until they don't cover a spread i agree <laughs> i think that ohio state's gonna blow them out i don't think it's gonna be close the oregon ducks come into columbus and shock the college football world He'll turn 51 in two weeks. What an early birthday gift from his guys. Bitch, it ain't even my birthday, but I can ball if I want to. Pull up on cars if I want to. How about that bitch with that on in my jumpsuit? Okay, time for our famously good picks um, against the Vegas spread at this moment in time. So, you know, if they change, it's not a lot we can do about that. But, um... Last week, Ryan and I, <laughs> we finally did really well for once. We actually had almost identical picks, uh, minus the Nebraska game, which we split on. But um, Ryan, you went 8-2, and two, I believe, yeah. and I went 9-1. and one. That puts Ryan at 11-1-7. That's pretty decent. I'm at 13-1-5, also pretty good. By the way, to clarify, the one is a tie. It's, it was a push. Yeah. Um, which was Ohio State. Ohio State, State, Minnesota, week one. Um, So, you know, (laughs) we were telling you guys to fade us. Maybe just just all the way stay away. But that being said, as it stands, we're beating Vegas. Yep. If you just ride with us now. You're winning. You're winning, man. I mean, the – there's just facts. These are just facts we're speaking. And as you guys can tell from uh, the intro for the picks – I was spot on on that Ohio State game. You know, I, I, I got everything right there. So don't Definitely, you know. I specifically want to say I agreed with Ryan on the statement that I'm going to ride with Ohio State till they don't beat the spread. You said that. Yes, I did. And I said I agree. Well, guess what, Ryan? I'm not riding with them anymore. <laughs> I mean, they didn't beat the spread at home. Depends on who they play. That was their first. 
No, they had the home game the first week. Yeah, their first game. But that was their, their like first. No, thing. no, no. They played at Minnesota. They played at oh, yeah. Minnesota. That was like their first. Home Dude, game they, with I don't fans. know what is up with this because I, the last time they lost like an early season game at home was remember it was like 2014. They lost to Virginia Tech and they got they, they got they got they won the national championship. So I'm not I'm not out on Ohio State yet. I I think no. that they're gonna be fine. I I but um like I said earlier that I mean. It's so early in the year, you just don't know. You don't know much of anything. So I mean, but I, and I, but I, but I, my the safe bet is almost always bet on Ohio State. That is, it's always o- almost a safe bet. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Ohio State's favored twenty six point five points against Tulsa. It's a home game for them. Correct? I think. I, yeah, I think. I think. Uh, think Ohio State's going to be a little bit pissed off, and I think they're going to win this game by a lot of points, so I think they're going to cover the 26.5 point spread. I just said I wasn't going to, and now I'm like, you might be right, though. They are going to be pissed off. I think that they, I think their defense is going to have a real tough week of practice this week. Uh, you know what? I am going to, just because this is a bye game, I'm going to... It's not, it, it's... It's still a G five team, but yeah, I mean, it's not an FCS. Like you, you bring them in, they you pay they, them. I think they might pay them, but they, I don't think I don't think it's the probably, same. Right? I don't think it's the same amount as okay. like, like an FCS. I don't know. Okay, fair fair point. They paid Tulsa to come. I'm probably. sure they. I I would assume they did. Okay. At any rate, what I'm saying is, this is like a a beat up. It's, it's it's a gimme game. It's right. a gimme game. And. You're right. They're going to be mad. They're definitely a lot better in Tulsa. There's no question about it. I just like, you know, 0-2 against the spread. Well, haven't beaten the spread yet this season. Don't really love those teams. I do think they probably cover this one. To be fair, they did they did push on one. So it's like, you know, it's not like – it's technically not losing. So That's true. But they have I, – I, I, am, I, am I am a big proponent of Ohio State. I, I, I believe yeah. I believe in Ohio State. You're not going to hear me. They're usually pretty good against the spread, so I totally see why you're saying that. And they're pretty good at football usually. Yeah, they're all right. They're uh, you know, not like they've won the Big Ten like I don't know what like five straight years or some shit. So you know they're, they're, they're all right. Good. Yeah. So the next game, Maryland is favored by seven and a half so against so Illinois. They are. It's at Illinois. It's a Friday night game. I'm a believer in Maryland. Actually, like so far, I think that uh, Tua's brother is really good. Um, I'm taking I'm I'm taking the Terps, man. I I don't trust. I there were people that were all over Bielamo after that week one win against Nebraska. I'm like, why are we doing this? I don't I don't believe in Brett Bielamo. Like ever since he left the that ever since he left Wisconsin, he's. I mean, I, he was a disaster at Arkansas. It's different up here, of course, but Illinois is not a great job. It's not as good as Wisconsin. He's not going to have the same resources. I'm taking Maryland. I mean, I kind of went on a tangent there. Didn't didn't like UTSA beat Illinois? They did at, at Illinois. They did, and and I don't know if Illinois' quarterback is going to be back. He's been hurt. He was out for that UTSA game. I'm riding with the Terps. And and Maryland's like a two hour maximum flight. Yeah, to get not to super far. Champagne, and they might have to hit a bus ride or something. But I mean, this is like seems like so easy. Yeah, I know. But you know, that's the that's Vegas gets you. But I will say this: that seven and a half, I do not like. I that. hate that too because you got the touchdown. I never come. like putting money into something that has seven and a half in football, at least. Um, but we're gonna both ride with the Turks. Okay, Oklahoma, twenty-two point favorites over the Cornhuskers. 
Ass kicking. <laughs> Oklahoma. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I do, like, I just kind of peep. I'm not really watching hard. Oklahoma was struggling. They struggled week one. They're at, but this game, uh, it's kind of a rivalry game. I think Nebraska is really, I have, I said it earlier in the pod, I think Nebraska is really bad. Uh, I think they're going to have a rough couple weeks. They come to East Lansing next week after this one. Um, yeah, I think Scott Frost is feeling the heat a little bit. I think Oklahoma is going to destroy them. Where is this? It's at Oklahoma. And this is a rivalry? This is a rivalry game. I'm taking Nebraska. 22 points for a rivalry. I just off the surface, like I believe. You're I can't right. remember the. To be fair, I cannot remember the last time these two teams played. Probably the last time they played, uh, I would assume Nebraska was in the Big Twelve. So it's been a while. But yes, for the fans, this is a big rivalry game. Um, Nebraska also won me that one we differed on. So I'm just fair. gonna ride like just like blindly because I know that they kind of suck and Scott Frost is kind of a failure and. Nebraska is kind of just a total shell, hardcore, worse than a Michigan or an Indiana basketball. They're just nowhere near what they used to be on a national scale, right? Yeah, they're not. They they're they're basically Michigan football with less resources now, <laughs> with less recruiting resources. It's crazy. It's I crazy. hope no one clips that. <laughs> it's crazy the parallels. <laughs> yeah, knowing my luck, I'll get this one wrong. Nebraska will somehow win this game. Um, but, uh, but twenty-two points in rivalry. I just. It is kind of high, man. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, I probably, I mean, oh, I think Oklahoma's going to win. Yeah, That's not what we're talking about. Right. All right. Cincinnati, three and a half point favorites over the Hoosiers. I, to, to, as a disclaimer here, this is, the, I, this is probably the last game of the week I would bet on um, in the Big Ten. I don't like this game at all. I wouldn't touch it. Um, just, this is so tough, man. I... I, I <laughs> Cincinnati's a top 10 team in the rankings. Indiana, uh, they won. I think they played an FCS team last week, and they won by a lot. Um, and then they got their ass kicked at Iowa. And I think Iowa's legit. I think they're a very good team. Um, Cincinnati, they're a group of five team. They almost beat Georgia last year, to be fair. I don't know how, how big Georgia was into that game because they had kind of disappointed that year. And, uh they they have a they, I'm sure I think they had a lot of guys sit out for the NFL draft because that's kind of what the trend is now in bowl games. Um, but uh, shit, man. I feel like if I pick IU, I almost got to pick them to win because uh, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Indiana. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Indiana. I'm sorry if I missed it. Where is this? This is at IU. <clears throat> I think this is a, is this a noon or a night game. They've been. Through. Disappointing. Shoot to be off, fair, shoot to off be, the Hoosiers results real. To quick. be fair to Indiana, it's two game sample size, and I've said this the entire podcast. Super small sample size for any team this year, and uh, I'm trying to bring it up. Just give me a second here. Uh, IU. I mean, I thought that they were going to get destroyed, beat one regardless. So I wasn't that surprised by it. Um, this is a noon game. This is this is a noon game. Um, I'm bringing up the yeah. score. Just give me a sec. Uh, they they played Idaho, who's a crappy FCS team. They beat them 56-14, and they got destroyed week one at Iowa. That's a really hard like read. It's like a, 
one team's way better than them, and they lost, and then they just played some crappy team and they beat them. I this is the I, this is the one team in the Big Ten I can't really get a read on right now. I just I I don't know anything about them. Based on their roster, based on what they brought back, what do you think? I think Indiana's gonna win. Like, but straight do, do you think that they're supposed to be good? Yeah, they were supposed to be good. They were ranked to start the year. They were supposed to be good, but I, they, I don't know, man. Maybe Iowa's really good. I, Iowa is really good. I, I do think Iowa's really good. I think that they're probably the second best team in the Big Ten. Okay. And <laughs> Cincinnati, what, where do they look? They, like? they're, they're top ten in the rankings. They, like I said, they lost in a bowl game to Georgia last year. They were undefeated up to that point. Uh. They've blown out the two teams they played. They played Miami of Ohio, who was in the MAC. They blew them out, and they blew out an FCS team in Murray State. So they haven't played anybody. Okay. I like this to be close. I'm going to just, since he covered the spread, I don't care who wins. And you said I said IU. IU. I got them straight up. Okay. I have a couple Cincinnati, of Cincinnati. So this- I have a couple of Cincinnati guy friends. Like- Cincy guys who are friends. <laughs> kind of, I kind of have an irrational hatred for Cincinnati now just because of the Luke Fickle thing, so I kind of root against them every week. But uh, they got an interesting game coming up uh, in two weeks. They got a bye next week, and then they go to Notre Dame. So that'll be a real tough. They got a they got a couple two tough games coming up. So we'll see what they we'll see a lot of what they're made of in the next two two games they play. Um, next one we got. Uh, Michigan uh, at home, favored by 27 against the Fighting Rocky Lombardies in Northern Illinois. I would pay a lot of money for Northern Illinois just to win this game straight up. Just I would probably get banned off Twitter if Rocky Lombardi went into the big house again and won as like a 20-point dog. It would be probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in college football. I think Michigan's going to cover, though. I would, I would love to see Northern Illinois at least make this a game because... I want to see Rocky do well in this game. I really do. I think it'd be awesome. But Northern Illinois, uh, they almost so they won their first game and they 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 won their first game against a Power Five team. They beat Georgia Tech on the road, and then they last week they were getting destroyed by Wyoming, and they almost came back and won. They took them to overtime. Hmm. They were down by like twenty, and they came back. Sounds very Rocky Lombardi ish. Yeah, it's very. He's uh, he had a good game at. Uh, Georgia Tech, but he struggled last week. Hot and cold. Um, man, it's a big line, but it's under four possessions. That is true. So I'm going to take Michigan. Yeah, I think I think Michigan's going to cover the spread. I, I hope I'm wrong, man. If Rocky Lombardi wins this game, I'm getting banned off Twitter. I'm just going to say it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll probably get blocked. I'll probably get blocked by a lot of people. I feel like least. the Rocky Lombardi aspect would just be the biggest cherry on top of an already awesome Sunday. That would be Michigan losing this game. <laughs> yes. Um, but we don't have to talk about it anymore. It's we'll see. It's just it's a, not going to be. It's it's going to be. You're favored by twenty seven. I think Michigan might. Michigan's going to win the game. Yeah, they're going to win. Okay, Colorado, two point favorites over Minnesota. All right, broke buffs. I think this is at Colorado. Colorado last week. I'm sure some of you watched their game. It's at Colorado, their win. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess Minnesota's without their best player for the rest of the year. You might be right. Yeah, that yeah altitude, it's, at, it's, it's at Colorado. So altitude. Colorado last week, I'm just going to go through what they did. So last week they played Texas A&M at home. Texas A&M. So they, they were like... 17-point dogs, Texas A&M. Uh, 
And uh, they almost won, but disclaimer, Texas A&M's quarterback went down, like I think, in like the first quarter. And uh, they let Colorado led most of this game. I think it was like 7-3 to three most of the game. And then Texas A&M scored a touchdown late and won. But uh, I want Minnesota to win because Broke Buff fans don't really deserve anything nice. <laughs> so, but I, I think Colorado is going to win and cover. Because if Mohamed Ibrahim was playing in this game, I'd pick Minnesota to win straight up. But he's out for the season, so. Yeah, it's kind of not great when you lose your best player. Yeah. Um, so we've got Notre Dame, seven-point favorites over Purdue. This line is super low to me. Um, I don't think Purdue's very good. Uh, rivalry of sorts. This is a rivalry game. That is true. It's at Notre Dame, though. Notre Dame, I think this line is so, so low because Notre Dame got taken to overtime against a really bad Florida State team week one at Florida State. And then uh, last week they played uh, they played uh, Toledo at home. They needed a touchdown late to beat them. I don't know what Toledo's like this year, but you don't want that for a power five, I guess a group of five team. I mean, but I don't think Purdue is very good, so... Take Notre Dame to cover this game. Um. Yeah, I just know so little about both. I actually feel like I'm somewhat educated about this game, which is why I feel kind of confident. All right, I'm going to ride with you then because it worked last week. <laughs> okay, Iowa, 22.5-point favorites over Kent State. Oof, that sounds easy. Yep, give me the, give me the Hawkeyes. Let's just say that. We're both gonna, I might take that in real life. Just so you guys know, um, like picks aside, I've been doing pretty well. Buddy on Iowa. So any bet that I – I'm just saying, any bet that I'm saying I might bet on in real life, I am doing – Oh, even, you mean like overall? Yeah, like in any of our podcasts, I'm doing even better in those than – Michigan last week was so easy, dude. I mean, that, I was so comfortable – didn't even like. I had a I had a parlay. Didn't even watch. Ohio State screwed me because I had them obviously covering, and then uh, I had MSU in Michigan. So if I if Ohio State would have done, I was the, I thought that was the most obvious one, and I was wrong. Uh, but yeah, if I if I if Ohio State would have just you know been covered the spread for me and won, I would would have won won my three to team parlay last <laughs> week. But you know they screwed me. So woulda shoulda coulda. <sighs> Don't bet parlays. Bet all of the bets straight up. That's my tip. Anyway, I like this Iowa. Um, yeah, over Kent State. Yeah, that seems like that seems like the lock this this week. That, that one or Notre Dame to me just seems like the easiest pick. We talked. Um, we're doing Michigan State last. Yes. Um, okay. Rutgers does not have a line this There's week. There's no line for that game. Northwestern three point favorites over Duke. I'm taking Duke. Straight up, is that? I think it's at Duke. I think Duke's going to just straight up win this game. I don't think Northwestern's very good. They're going on the Duke road. is bad. Duke is also bad. Yeah, they're going on the road, right? Yes, In, I think I believe you home are. Home dogs. Uh, How many times have I said it on this podcast? Pick them every single time. Home dogs. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. At the end here, I'm gonna bring up the parlay I put into just for the hell of it. I already put. Don't it pick a week. home dog if it's 27 points. <laughs> yeah. You have to know what I mean. Yeah. Three point home dog. Unless it's unless it's UConn. Bet against UConn in every single game this year. That is my betting tip of the of, for this week. 
they have. I don't think they've scored a single point. No, they haven't scored a single point against a Power Five team all year. They played three games. We're going to keep a running tally of the UConn against the spread record on this, one. <laughs> and it's going to be our personal thing. So. Uh, we'll they are to, the worst team in in the FBS. They we'll, suck. We'll get to. We both have gone one and zero against UConn in these picks because they're not. They are dead. awful. Um, but we're gonna. I'm gonna legit just bet on them <laughs> to not cover every week and see how that. Goes. I, I'm I'm pretty sure we're both gonna do pretty well on that. That's gonna be a fun <laughs> thing to cover. They are okay. very bad. Uh. I think so, Valenti and Rico have been doing that. They've been keeping track of uh, UConn every single week. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, th- I I might be wrong, but I know the first week, because they had the, the week zero or whatever, I know they bet on the UConn, uh, UConn game. Okay. Well, this is it's going to be our – we're going to make it our thing. Okay. The UConn <laughs> – bet against UConn streak. We're all riding. I think it was 33 and a half this week. I think they're playing a uh, service academy team. So we, We'll get – We'll get that updated for next week. I will, I will look it up. I will look it up yeah. before we're done. Uh, le- uh, last game other than MSU, uh, Auburn at Penn State. Penn State's favored by six. I hate betting on James Franklin. I hate betting on him, but I just don't think Auburn's that good. I'm going to take Penn State to cover. I, I, hate, I, hate, I hate betting on James Franklin, but I, I just feel like Penn State's going to – Scored well, by at least a touchdown. I think that I've bet on them both weeks. They've won. And they've covered for me 2-0. So I got a ride. Got a ride. So me and me and Ryan with almost identical picks again. Two differing picks, though. So far. Um, we have so one far. game left. And finally, we get to Miami is six and a half point favorites over Michigan State. This line has dropped a little bit. I think it started out at eight, so it's down already down a point and a half uh, two days since it opened up. I think it's going to keep dropping. Uh, but if you give me this spread, I'm taking MSU to cover. I'm not sure if they win, but I think they will cover the spread. I have money on Michigan State plus seven because, in my head, I mean, you actually, think it's probably going to be a field goal game. You probably think it's going to be a field goal game, right? I think it's going to be close, and you're giving one of them seven. It's that simple to me. I have that bet locked in. We're doing six and a half here, which is even a little, easier. Well, it's a little less good than seven, but yes, I think that um, I think that Michigan State is going to cover six and a half points. They might lose, but I think that they're going to cover. They're two zero against the spread. You're giving them. Money against a team that, quite frankly, hasn't looked nearly as good, in quotes, as Michigan State, right? All right. I'm going to take, um, in a close game, Michigan State, I think we'll cover that. So Yeah, I and like you said, uh, if I had to bet money on it, I would bet Miami. I think Miami is going to win. I hope I'm wrong. I think it's going to be close, though. All right. So we've got all our picks in. Um Ryan actually looked up the UConn against the spread record, and if we had started this on time, we would be 3-0 because UConn is 0-3 against the spread. Um, and the line for this week was 33.5. They were playing, I don't know if they're at home, or I think they're away. I think they're playing at West Point. They're playing Army. And 
yeah, I'm going to pick Harbaugh to cover the spread, and I'm going to pick the under. Every single game UConn plays in, I'm fading them, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm betting the under because I expect almost every single game for UConn to not score a single point. So, wait, let me – UConn's played three games? Yeah, yeah, they played week zero. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I'm obviously – because that's, that's our theme now. <laughs> I'm going to take um, – Army to cover 33 and a half points. <laughs> so, hopefully, I'm, I'm going to bet that for real. No, I am, too. I, 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 this I put, podcast is riding with you, I have, a, I have a parlay. I'm going to bring it up here. I have a parlay that I put in. Uh, I actually think it's not bad. The one the one I'm, like, legit concerned about, like, and I don't know if it's going to happen or not, is the Kansas State-Nevada uh, game. But uh, part of my, <laughs> my parlay is the over-under for that uh, UConn-Army game is 51 points. I picked the under because I think UConn is going to score a grand total of zero. Zero points. So I'm pretty much betting against I'm betting under and uh, betting against UConn every single game they play because I don't think they're going to score almost, in like almost every game they play. That's so rough. So, but, yeah, so my, for my parlay, I picked uh, Maryland to cover at eight. I, got the, I put this in on Sunday, so – uh, I have the under for the UConn Army game, 51. Uh, I have MSU covering a six and a half point spread against Miami. Oklahoma covering against Oklahoma. I mean, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Oklahoma covering against Nebraska, 22 and a half. I picked Kansas State money line. They're, I think they're two point dogs at home against Nevada, which is kind of crazy to me. And uh, I have LSU covering at home against Central Michigan. So that's my parlay this week. Hopefully, I can win it. I waited like a thousand dollars if I get the parlay right. So yay, go all those uh, scenarios. <laughs> uh, I'm probably not gonna win, but you know what the hell? Why not? But yeah, that's what we're we're gonna do that every week now. We're gonna see how UConn does because well, they're fun to they're fun to follow because they're by far the worst FBS team in the country. Uh, so I would not be surprised if they just kind of fold their pro their football program from FBS. At this point, because they're just so bad, which is incredible. They like they made a BCS bowl like ten years ago or some crazy shit. So it's amazing how bad they've gotten. I, I think it's safe to say basketball school. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty fair take. Um, speaking of basketball, um, something that uh, we really forgot to note was that the Youngstown State game was actually a pretty big um, recruiting game for basketball. Um, they the notable name that we did talk about, Jackson Kohler, um, but there was also another Ty Rogers was there. Ty Rogers, who I guess is kind of like under the radar. He's you know, man, we've we known this na- we've known this name for years. Like right. it's not like it's a brand. We new were name. recruiting, but the fact that he's coming to this event, which you know, I think. Izzo's pulling out all the stops for recruiting in it's this one. It's always been thought that he's going to leave the state. Um, right, and I think that's why it, it feels kind of under the radar. It's like, how do you go to this and, and say, eh, you know, not saying that you should go to Michigan State because that's a very biased take. But, I mean, Draymond was there. Um, I mean, I could name them all, but that's... Our, 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 our friend of the of, pod, Anthony Ayani, yes. was there. All of the <laughs> NBA guys, Michigan State... 
Um, did Magic ever make it in, or do we not? Know? I don't know if he came or not. Nobody, he said he was. I think he said he was going to be there, but I don't know if he actually made. There's it. There's no footage, no evidence. You would think you would, you would think he if he was here, they would have probably didn't yeah. make it. But that being said, I mean they had everybody in the Every, house. It was basketball alumni weekend. I mean you, MSU guy in the NBA, name him. He was there. It was yes. Um, so I think the only guy they were. I can't think of a guy they were really missing out on. I, I thought I thought there was no, one they name. All, they were all there. there. I thought there was one name. Bryn Forbes there. came in late. Cassius Winston showed up. I was thinking Nick Ward. He was the only guy I could think of that wasn't there. Like oh, the big well, name, big name wise, I, I, I guess. Yeah, he but not in the NBA, but yeah. he is a pro basketball player. Yes. Um, okay, so that all being said, Jackson Kohler, we're feeling very, very good about that recruitment. And honestly, I would just take it with a grain of salt coming from this podcast. Um, I would say Michigan State's probably a leader in that recruitment. So sure. uh, DK from Spartan Hoops also said that a decision should be coming. He posted on Twitter said it should be coming in the next couple of weeks. So I would feel good about Michigan State's chances. That well, yeah, you get messages coming out like that after visiting a thing like that with big men in the NBA who are there to say, hey, it's happening. You know, you go to MSU, you could be a pro basketball player. Um, I think that it, it's pretty telling that a, a decision coming soon, right after that kind of event. Yeah. By the way, um, I live in East Lansing. Ryan is often here. the The weather was perfect. Oh, it was beautiful. It was you. It's hard to not love East Lansing this time of year. It's the best. Um, September football games are my favorite. I love September football games. So, yeah, it was it was pretty much picture perfect, and I think it was probably planned that way. Um, having a recruit in such a thin class, um, this would be... They us- it seems like they usually do do Dude. the alumni. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was, yeah. Uh, That's how see, far we are. Ryan's got a couple we're, we're, of mics hard. We're, uh, we're all, yeah, I'm, I'm really drunk off the two mics hearts, you know. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they usually have the alumni tailgate, I feel like, like early September. Is, I, I, for every, like, it's an early football game most of the time, because the weather's great. And then yeah. you're going to have all the recruits come in that week, and it's, it's by it's design. Great. It's, it's absolutely by design. So, so yeah, that is um, definitely... Keep a lookout. Jackson Kohler could be seeing him in green and white. We'll have to hope and, and just wait and see. Um, I think that's all we have. It, I don't know. Are we missing something? I think we covered pretty much everything. All right. Well, go Army. <laughs> go green. <laughs> <laughs> go green. Go white. What are you looking at, SS? Something, sir. You plotting on me, boy. No, sir. Let me tell you all something. War has made me very paranoid. And when a man gets an eyeball at me, it makes my agent oil jack up. And I get the urge to kill. So you sir.